It is more of the best of the Cooking in the Dark show. Welcome to Cooking in the Dark. The kitchen. I will go to the kitchen. And although some recipes I cannot read, still I'm sure I can do everything I need. This show, Cooking in the Dark, it is the key. He's a mighty talkative Texan. You know Cheryl, she tells him so. I know Dale Campbell would like to welcome you to this hair show. Cooking in the Dark is a presentation of Blind Mice Mega Mall at www.blindmicemegamall.com. Holy smoly, guacamole! Welcome to Cooking in the Dark. This is Cheryl Cummings, and I'm going to introduce you to the man who proves to us every week that you don't need sight to cook dinner tonight, Dale Campbell. It's Cooking in the Dark time. We're back. I wonder how many of y'all made that chicken and rice we did last week, because it was good. The band got into it. There was none left. I, how did that happen? We had we had all these plans. We were like, we're going to have a little plate, some rice, and then go back and have some seconds. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, I even gave you chopsticks so I could have more. And oh, I know. We did not succeed. I gave the band chopsticks, too, but didn't slow they use it down. as a shovel. Yeah. No. <laughs> they outwitted you, Dale. They, they, they just lifted it, the plate up and shoveled. <laughs> Won't happen today. <laughs> October's rocking right along. We've got, uh, we've got Walkabout coming up next weekend, which is going to be a blast. Oh, is this your Galveston uh, Walkabout thing? Yes, 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 yes. Fun. Fun. We're gonna have it. It's great, and it's um, got 26 stops. Some are bars, some are restaurants, uh, a few are retail shops. But you, it's a poker run, so you go to all these different locations, pick up poker card, you know, playing cards. Mm-hmm. And when you collect all your cards, you go turn them in, and they have five that are pre-marked, and that's your poker hand. Oh. So two years ago, I had three of a kind, one of a gift certificate. Um, then last year, I didn't get nothing. Uh oh. Ran into a, bumped into a mannequin. I thought it was a person. Grabbed him and, oh, apologized. And I realized it was a mannequin. And uh, <laughs> my brother was standing there laughing, laughing, laughing. So. <laughs> Candace wasn't with us on that one. It was Skylar's homecoming last year. So she was up here with that. And we were down there, but they were all laughing at me, telling, taking pictures, saying I had a new date. <laughs> There's right, a new I, girl in my life. She's I've, a bit of an airhead, but. <laughs> I've got to admit, I would have laughed at you, too. <laughs> oh, I laughed, too. That was so funny, because, man. As soon as I banged into it and it started to fall over, I thought, oh, man, I I'm seriously thought I knocked a person over, you know? Right. Wouldn't be the first time. Probably won't be the last. <laughs> I love those those people that get right in front of you, and then they you know they see you coming, and, and they just be quiet. Oh, you they just got to wonder. Up, and yeah. you don't know where they're at. So yeah. I think, man, if uh, you know, if you're tapping, I think it's fair game. Whack them. <laughs> I, you know, I've always you, wanted they, to say to people. Know, you need to talk. Don't go quiet. How am I going to yeah. know where you are? Yeah. We were at a restaurant one time, and I stood up to leave, and as soon as I did, everybody got quiet. And I'm like, you know what? I have no idea where any of y'all are at. <laughs> so if I bang into you, I bang into you. Your fault. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, it's a lot of fun. It's, it's a real good time. We've got some friends from Dallas coming down. I've got a buddy of mine, uh, Chuck, coming down from St. Louis. 
he comes in every year for it. So, in fact, Chuck was the one that brought me to you guys. He was the one driving the car the night, saved my life, you know, when I lost my eyesight. Uh-huh. If it wouldn't have been for him, whew, we might have all been dead. Wow. Which wouldn't have been good. Been a grease spot on the freeway. I don't yeah. like that idea. That's <laughs> yeah. Now, you know, Cheryl, we're hmm. going to do something today. We're, it, it, this, is, oh, this is such an easy but such a good meal. I, I love this. We're going to be making red beans and rice. And I don't if you're a beginning cook or if you're an expert cook. If you're an expert cook, you'll love this because it's so easy. If you're a beginning cook, you'll love it because it's so easy. <laughs> <laughs> Not much to it. It's pretty cool, pretty easy stuff. So we're going to be making uh, some chicken and red beans and rice. So you definitely want to hang around for that. Oh, now, yum, yum. you know, just recently there was um, a little boy. Mm-hmm. He's four. And his little sister was being baptized. And then after the after the the baptismal and stuff, they're on their way home, and the little boy is just oh, devastated, not saying anything. Finally, his you know his dad asked him like three times, "What's wrong, Billy? What's wrong, Billy? What's wrong?" And then finally, Billy utters out, "Daddy, after they they baptized Christina, they said that she was going to go live in a Christian family." I don't want her to do that. I want her to stay with us. <laughs> All right, y'all. This is Cooking in the Dark. We'll be right back on the other side. Now, more of the show with your host, Dale Campbell and Cheryl Cummings. All right, y'all. We're back. So, the chicken, the chicken, the chicken, the chicken. This is, I love these. Now, Summertime, I'll throw these on the grill. I'll throw them in the smoker. What we've got, Cheryl, look at the... You felt them earlier. You came through and checked them out. I, I know did. Henrietta, she... Hindora, she got the heck out of town. She did. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't like that. I might be a cousin or something, you know. <laughs> We're out of here, man. But what we've got are some thigh and leg quarters. These are really nice. It's the chicken quartered, but it's the thigh and the leg together. Now, what I've already done on three of these, and I'm going to do one with us here, right here now on the show. Let me find where I put them. Oh, here they are. I thought Hindor would be over here trying to free them or something. I was going to say liberate the cousins. <laughs> liberate the childrens. Okay. Now, what this is, like I said, this is a thigh and a leg all together. Mm-hmm. What I'm doing is I'm going up where you feel the leg come into the thigh. On the opposite end, you can kind of feel where the breast was at, mm-hmm. where it kind of attached to that chicken. So I've, what I've got, Cheryl, I've got the leg pointing down at me. Mm-hmm. I've got the breast connection, that end, if you will, pointing to the left. And I'm going to the top, and I'm just kind of feeling around right on the edge, and I'm actually pulling the skin back. I'm sliding my fingers up underneath the meat and the skin. Now I've got some poultry seasoning. Pick this up at the grocery store. It was a chore finding it because they have seasonings all over the... Well, aisle four. We went to aisle four. Wasn't there. Other stuff was. (laughs) Then we went... Well, maybe it's on aisle eight. We went to aisle eight. Wasn't (laughs) on aisle eight. Finally ended up being on aisle seven with Cajun stuff. I'm like, really? Ah, okay. Okay. Whatever. We so what I'm doing, I'm what? shake. This is in a little shaker bottle. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So I'm shaking some of this seasoning in between the skin and the meat. Now I'm pulling the skin back down and I'm massaging it into the meat. Oh, I through like the skin. That. Okay. Didn't we so do this with a turkey once? Over. We did this on a Dr. Seuss show. Remember when we made roast beast? Uh-huh. But we didn't season it. We went in and actually um, put little button mushrooms, y'all, oh, underneath the skin of the, ch of the chicken, right. a whole chicken, and then you bake it. And when it's baked, it comes out looking all bumpily. <laughs> so it goes from being a chicken to a roast beast. Uh-huh. <laughs> so that's always awesome. Now, what I'm also going to do here with these other thighs, yeah. I'm going to get some of our vegetable spray out. And I'm going to spray the top portion. Ooh, that's going to make it nice and crispy. Nice and crispy. Yeah. So let me get the other ones laid up here. So if, if somebody's like, what was he doing? And then that, that silly woman started chattering over him. You, um, so you pull back the skin on the, like the leg or the leg part, right? Not the leg, just of the thigh. Just on the thigh part. Just on the thigh part. And then you you um, put in some seasonings and you massage the seasoning, it down. But I, yeah, I'm using it's poultry seasoning. Right. Uh, but I've got four quarters. You can do two. You can do one. I mean, buy. You know, uh, you they're usually two to a pack. A family pack is four to a pack. Mm-hmm. So um, buy however you need. But just always remember, too, that you can always freeze. Oh, save. this is so true. This is so true. You know? So here, I'm laying these out now. On, I've got a kind of like a jelly roll pan. It's a cookie sheet. Mm -hmm. these, all four of these won't fit into a regular baking dish. So I'm going to do all four at a time. I've got two laying with their legs pointed down in the middle and I've got the other legs pointing up in the middle with the thigh portions out to the outsides to the outside edges so they're not touching what I love about this is once I season these up earlier before the show all except for the one that's the one the band gets to have <laughs> if they're lucky <laughs> I know we're still we're still remembering last time we might not yeah. give them anything this time no we'll give them something really I got yeah, I got a rotten apple over here. <laughs> so I just sprayed all four of them with a little vegetable spray. You know what? While I have the vegetable spray out, I'm going to put a little more of this seasoning. Just sprinkle it on over the top. Mm -hmm. Now, if you have some others, we're going to put a little salt and pepper on here, too. The vegetable spray, like Cheryl said, will, one, help it brown. The other thing it will do is help these seasonings kind of stick, <laughs> mm. which is always a good thing. It is, it is. And and if you don't have vegetable spray, you could take like uh, olive oil and take mm -hmm. a brush or take a, if you're like... What I like doing is put a, put a little olive oil on a saucer. Not yes. a lot, just pour a little bit on a saucer and then take a paper towel. That's where I was going. Hold the paper towel up and yeah. just dab a little bit in the olive oil and then rub it on because you don't need... We don't want them swimming in olive oil, you know, in, in vegetable oil. I say olive oil because that's basically what I use all the time. I don't buy corn oil. I don't buy vegetable oil. Um, 
I was going to buy some peanut oil, but I was informed by my wife, no, it's very fattening. But I go, but it tastes so good. <laughs> so we ended up with olive. Olive oil is good. It's and delicious. while we're on the subject, I'm salt and peppering now. Mm-hmm. So I just salted. I'm just peppering. Um, and I put these again with, when you feel the thigh portion, you can feel the, the underside is kind of where the ribs are, if you will. Mm-hmm. You know, you can feel the meaty side. I've got the meaty sides up. So the, it's kind of a concave feeling, kind of a cavity area on the back side of the thigh, if you will, a little bit. Mm-hmm. But it's not hard to discern which side is more the meaty side and which side isn't. But I've got those sides up. So I've just salt and peppered. And we're about ready to go. I've got the oven cranked up to 400. Now, here's a little thing I like to do. I especially like to do this if I'm cooking breasts, whole bone-in breasts. Mm-hmm. Now, with a bone-in breast, you're still going to get a little bit... You're going to retain a little more moisture in the meat. You know, because the white meat, the breast is pretty dry. So, I like doing this with the chicken... I'm going to take about a quarter cup of water, and I'm just going to pour it in to the pan. You know what? I'm going to do a half a cup. It's kind of a big pan here. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to put one quarter cup at one end, the other quarter cup at the other end. Now I'm going to cover it with foil, and we're going to let this bake for 30 minutes at 400. Then we're going to uncover it and let it go. It should only take about another 15 minutes or so after that. Let me find my foil. Putting this foil on, and I'm kind of tinning it. I don't want it laying on top of the chicken. Oh, okay. So you lifted it up a little bit in the middle? Yeah, I've kind of tinned it. And actually, because of my size of my pan here, I'm going to have to use two pieces. But I'll just kind of take the ends and kind of fold them together. That's why foil's so cool. If it's too short, just take a little bit. and fold it together just like that. I'm just taking one edge of it and folding it over with the other edge. Now I've got a whole bunch of foil so I can really tint this up. And I'm putting the foil on here because with the water in here, y'all, it's going to help steam the chicken as well. That's the secret to chicken. It's steam first. That's why it's so moist and juicy. Mm-hmm. Although, I must say, down here in the south, we have Cajun chicken. And while their chicken's okay, their red beans and rice are out of sight. <gasps> their biscuits are awesome, too. I know. I don't know what they do. They put some sort of honey and butter mixture or something on top of their biscuits when they bake them. Yeah. They are so delicious. All right. Our chicken's going in. Again, we're at 400 degrees. Top rack, I mean, in the top shelf. It's a top shelf recipe. (laughs) In the oven, 400 degrees for 30 minutes. Let's set our ticker talker. All right, that's the chicken, y'all. All All right. Now, like I said, we're going to let it go. We're going to pull it out after 30 minutes, and um, then we're going to take a you know take a reading with the, the cooking thermometer, the talking cooking thermometer, get a temperature reading, and then we'll put it back in for about another 15, 20 minutes, something like that, depending on what our temperature is, just to help it crisp up that skin. Wow. And it will be delicious. I guarantee it. All right, y'all, that is our chicken. We're going to take a quick one right here. We're going to come back on the other side 
and we're going to do some red beans and rice. Now with more of the show, here's Cheryl Cummings and Dale Campbell. All righty, we're back. More cookie in the dark. Did I hear somebody say red beans? Red beans and rice. Red beans and rice. Mm -hmm. And this is, man, I love this. This is a quick little deal. And so here we go. Let's let the summit tell us what it is. Red beans and rice. Family size. Continue. Okay, let's see what else we got here. Package size. 12 ounces, 340 grams. 12 ounces. Product description. Serve six. Serve six, not really. Instructions. Okay, instructions. PD soap top directions. In a two-quart saucepan, combine four and three-fourths cups water, one TPSP butter or margarine, optional, and red beans and rice. Stir thoroughly and bring to boil. Two. Stir, reduce heat, cover and simmer over low heat for 25 minutes or until most of the water has been absorbed. Stir occasionally to prevent sticking. Three. Remove from heat. Let stand five minutes. Stir and serve. Red beans and rice will be saucy. For a less saucy product, reduce water by one-fourth cup. That's all there is to it. Four and three-quarter cups water, one tablespoon butter, and the red bean and rice mixture. Okay? Now, in the past, I've sometimes I've bought this. This is the family size. I've also bought the smaller size. In the smaller size, I'll add another cup of rice and a can of beans. <laughs> I'll make enough for, you know, for me. This thing says it'll serve six, but I don't believe it. <laughs> oh, it's a lot. It'll serve six people or one Dale or half the band. <laughs> it, is, it is very good. It's very good. So what I've got, I've got a four-quart pot here. I'm not going to, it said to use a two-quart saucepan, but I'd rather use a four-quart and give myself a little more room. Right. A little stirring. If anything stirs, it won't come Right. You don't need side. it sloshing out. You don't need to be yeah. making a big old mess. Right. Keep America clean and your kitchen, too. Yeah, or that face. Indian will be standing there with a teardrop running down his eye, you know? Remember that old commercial, Cheryl? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What were they Way advertising? Back oh, was in the 70s, the... like, don't litter. Oh, you know, okay. Their do not litter campaign. And okay. It showed this, like, Indian standing on the side of the road, and somebody, a car drives by, and a bag of trash lands at his feet. And then it shows his face again, y'all, and he's got a tear it's running a tear. down his face. Yeah. Like, You're littering my country. <laughs> Can I just say something about making, because we're going to do it on the stovetop, but you could also make it in your microwave. And um, I would say if you choose to do that, then sort of know, either know your microwave or do it in smaller cooking times. Well, that's the thing with microwaves, like we talked about before, every microwave has it cooks differently. And the directions that they make for microwaves are pretty general. So you've got to kind of be prepared for that. And, yeah, like Cheryl says, definitely watch your, your cook times in a microwave. Yeah, because the first time I made this, I was like, well, just follow the instructions to the letter, which is not sort of who I am. But I was thinking, you know, <laughs> I'd try something new. I'd follow the instructions to the letter. Yeah. And I, it's, and really, it's really hard with a microwave. You've got you've to really get to know your microwave because some microwaves cook faster some cook slower right well we had very crunchy rice oh no i'm like we're we're not throwing this out we're eating it <laughs> i hate it when that happens i hate it when that happens. <laughs> okay so i've got our water added let me add our tablespoon of butter get that popped in there the talking cooking thermometer i spoke of earlier y'all it is awesome 
has a temperature we range from it. 57 below zero all the way up to 572 degrees. I mean, you can not only use it as a meat thermometer, a cooking thermometer, but also for frying, for candies. Um, heck, I've even stuck it in the swimming pool to see what the temperature is. And I can tell you right now, Dale's not getting in the swimming pool. <laughs> it's a little chilly willy out there, man. A little chilly willy. All right, so we've got our water on our four-quart pot. We've got our butter in there. I'm just going to put a lid on this. Just let this kind of do its thing. We're on high because we want to bring this to a boil. Remember, it said to bring to a boil mm -hmm. for five minutes, stirring. Then we want to turn it down and let it simmer for about 25 minutes. So, again, this is one of those recipes that or recipes. This is one of those things that... You know, it's, it's pretty easy to do, pretty good. But we'll do, uh, we'll do real red beans and rice one time on the show, too, and, where we cook it all can, from scratch. Yeah, and you can hear when your pot's boiling, because you'll hear the, the water just, it makes enough noise that you can hear it. Yeah, and if not, there's, there's a thing called the boil alert, which is like a little concave piece of glass. It's um, maybe about, probably about two and a half inches in diameter. You know, mm -hmm. it's a circle. And it's concave, so you drop it in the bottom of your pot. And then when it comes up to when your pot, your water starts boiling, of course, you get the little air bubbles from the bottom of the pot that rise to the top. They get underneath that concave piece of glass, mm -hmm. it's, and it's a tempered glass, so it's not going to break or cause problems. But they get underneath that, and they lift it up. And then as it lifts up, they bubble out from underneath it, and it causes that piece of tempered glass, the boil alert, to rattle in the bottom of the pot. You'll hear that rattling. So you'll know it's rattling. Now, something else I started using, Cheryl, were the um, the pots with the strainer lids. <gasps> you have those? Oh, I absolutely love them. <gasps> yeah, you get a six-quart and a two-and-a-half-quart pot. <gasps> but for doing pastas, anything you need to boil and strain off, oh my gosh, it is so nice. I mean, the colanders are nice and everything. I use an over-the-sink colander. Still have it. Mm -hmm. Still use it sometimes, you know, but yeah, it's, uh, I'm getting more and more to where I use that. I haven't used a colander in a long, long time, especially for, um, for pasta, because we've, we've had one of those pots. But All right, we've got about 15 minutes left before we have to take care of our chicken. Okay. This is going to work out just about right. It is. Okay, got our big old thing of rice here and our red beans. You know what, why don't we take a quick break right here, and we'll let our water come up to a boil in our pot. I want to let it get hot enough so we melt our butter. Then we'll stir that up. We'll dump in our red beans and rice mixture. And we'll continue on with red beans and rice and chicken thigh quarters right here on Cooking in the Dark. Y'all don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Now here's more of the show with Dale Campbell and Cheryl Cummings. All right, we are back. We're fixing to dump our red beans and rice into our pot and can you explain in a nice little envelope oh okay so so the rice is in the box and the seasonings in like a little envelope or it's something? all in one envelope together it's oh, all in okay. one big packet okay so they've got the rice and the red beans all together huh. and the seasonings so you just dump it all in let me throw this bag away and i'll come back and stir that around a little bit then i've got a little surprise Tell us. Like I usually do. What, what, what? We've got some andouille sausage <gasps> that we're going to prepare, and then we're going to put it in with our red beans and rice. 
Okay, so now I'm just kind of stirring the red beans and rice around. I don't want anything sticking to the bottom is basically what we're doing here. We're getting close to boiling, so that'll be good. And this, what'll happen is the rice will end up soaking up that water mm-hmm. as it cooks, and the beans too. Now, let's turn our attention to our sausage before while that stuff comes up, gets ready to come to a boil. A boil. Not a boil on your butt, but just a boil. Let me get one of my flexible chopping mats out. Now, the sausage is in, um, it's in a plastic, you know, kind of a shrink wrap, you know, that kind of heavy plastic wrap that these link. This is kind of like, what, kielbasa, poly sausage? Mm-hmm. Same shape. I'm just going to slice this open, pop oh. our piece of sausage out. You've now, what I'm going to do, Cheryl, I'm yes. going to cut these down into little bitty slices. Mm-hmm. And what I'm shooting for is about a quarter inch thick. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of cutting at about a 45 degree angle on this link. Oh, I love that. And you're going to fry these up and then put them in with the red Yeah, we're going to kind of fry these up and then we'll toss right. them in. I've got a little skillet. Mm-hmm. Now, andouille sausage, it's Cajun sausage, y'all. Right. So, it's a little spicy. If you don't like spicy, you might want to try black beans and rice instead of the red beans and rice. It's not quite as spicy, but I love putting sausage in these dishes. That's, that's very nice. And actually, that's the one I ruined, the black beans and rice. Okay. But I learned my lesson. So the next time I was doing a rice uh, dish, I did it in little pieces. Oh, very good. When I, when I was using the microwave. Because I was like, obviously, the instructions provided in the box are a little much for the, our microwave. <laughs> right. So. They're, for, uh, they're for an older, slower microwave. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So I've got me a little six-inch skillet out here. Get a little fire under it and get the skillet warm. I've got the skillet sitting on top under high heat right now. Give that a couple minutes and that'll get warm. And then we'll dump our sausage, boom, into the skillet. Kind of just let it start kind of browning. Get it all prepared and ready. Let me check something real quick here. We've got our chicken still. Our chicken's getting close to being ready, y'all. About two or three minutes left for our chicken. I had a friend who baked like the most delicious chicken I've ever had. And when I asked her how she did it, she... um did it where she started off at like a high temperature and i think we've done this before like even higher than 400 Um, right she started off i want to say like 450 500 even maybe and did it that way for like 20 minutes and then turned it down to like you know 400 another 10 minutes and then took it down to like 350 for the last bit so what made it delicious oh it was succulent it was like crispy skin and juicy, juicy, juicy. Okay. I mean, I was like, oh my gosh. And and now was it like a whole chicken, or was it breast or thigh pieces, or? She's done. I I, I think she did a whole chicken, but okay. I've used the same technique, like on chicken breasts, or even on like the the um, thighs and legs that you're cooking. Okay. And it is so delicious. Yeah, um, you kind of get them. What you're kind of doing is searing and crisping. So that you trap the juices inside. Yeah. It's kind of like when you grill. If you like do a steak or something, you can um, put, you know, hit the hit it on real high heat on both sides for a couple minutes, and mm-hmm. it kind of sears it, and then it helps to seal in those juices and keep all those juices from flying out. Yeah. 
It was really good. Which is the way to go. I mean, y'all, cooking slow and low is a lot better than cooking high and fast. Mm-hmm. You know, when, with anything. Especially if you're frying bacon or sausage or something, you know, go to medium or medium low and cook it that way first. Because if you cook too fast, you're going to burn the outside of it. Right. And you don't want to do that. you cook the inside. Right. And you do not want to have that happen. Okay. So our chicken's about ready to come out. Let me um, get our... I got this. This is a... It's a tempered glass cutting board. And I think this one's got an apple on it. <laughs> but one's got an apple. There's another one with an orange. They are about... Um, what is that? Probably about 15 inches by maybe 12 inches. Got little feet on them, you know, so they'll stand up off the countertop. But what I use this for is not as a cutting board, because as you all know, I use the flexible chopping mats. But I use it as a trivet. So when I take anything hot out of the oven, I can set it on that. Works out magnificently. Oh, Chicken's ready to come out. Ooh. Well, chicken's so ready to be that. untented or detented or... Uncovered. Uncovered. There I'm you go. ready to let it out of its box, man. <laughs> so let me get my mitts here. All right, and our... Everything's coming together at once, Cheryl. Our pan's ready for our sausage, so let me dump that in there. Let that start browning up. This is the fun part of cooking, y'all. When you've got about 17 things going on at once and you're in a panic, and then it all comes out together. <laughs> you know, like last week, I think, you know, we did that chicken fried rice. Mm-hmm. And the hardest part of that recipe, I mean, that was an easy recipe, but it was just getting everything prepared. Right. Yeah, it's it's the prep because it, it seems like... I mean, you look at it, you think, oh, good gosh, I got to chop up, I got to get the rice done, I got to chop up the chicken, I got to cook the chicken, I got to chop up the onions, and, but once it's all going, it's, it's, it didn't take much time at all. Yeah, it's easy to throw it together. Okay. I just put the sausage in the skillet, and I kind of, before I did, I was just making sure that it was, um, you know, that, that all the slices were individualized, you know. You didn't have a couple stuck together. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense to everybody, I just made sure all they were all in, all divided up. Let me get in here and get our chicken out. Are any of y'all related to Hindora? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. As long as Hindora keeps getting us eggs, man, she won't end up on the dinner table. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mmm, that smells so good. Let me unten it. I'm just pulling the edge of the foil off here with my hands. The foil is, it's kind of, I mean, it gets hot, but it definitely doesn't get as hot as the pan does, you know? Right. Are you pulling it off or just roll it? You're going to roll it over to the side? I just pulled it all off. Oh, okay. Pulled it all off. So you just took off the top. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm going to let it rest just for a second. And, uh... I want to stir this, stir our sausages around. we got some on the bottom that need to be moved maybe to the top. So what I've got is just a wooden spoon. I'm just kind of swooshing them around. Now I'm just kind of reaching in and kind of pushing them over towards, I'm not touching the bottom of the skillet. I've got the skillet on medium. What I'm doing is just kind of sliding some over to my hands 
or pushing them towards my fingers. I'm kind of holding my fingers just inside where I'm just almost on top of where the sausage is, but not coming in contact with the bottom of the skillet and just kind of pushing the sausage over to my hands and then helping kind of using my fingers to press it against the wooden spoon lifting them and just kind of flipping them around a little bit. These don't have to be cooked perfectly or browned perfectly, mm-hmm. but I do want to put just a little bit of a, an edge on them, cook them a little bit before get a little heat on them, I guess. Mm-hmm. We'll put them in with the red beans and rice. While we're talking about the red beans and rice, let's go ahead and see what we got going on with those. Oh, yeah, we're boiling up here good. So let me put our timer on that for about five minutes, I believe is what the box said. And we'll come over here and get our talking cooking thermometer. Okay, with the thermometer, there's got a button on the front. You just press it and hold it. It'll beep to tell you it's on. Now let's just go into this thigh portion. Let it sit there for a couple seconds. All right. 174 kind of close to a bone there. There's no bone around that. Let's see what we got here. Okay, let me check one other place. What you want to try to do is find a meaty portion of the chicken mm-hmm. away from the bones. Okay, we're at about 174, mm-hmm. which is perfect. USDA recommended for poultry 180, and then they reduced that a couple years ago to 165. Oh. I still like to cook my poultry, though, to about 170, 180. So now we've got it uncovered. We're still at 400 degrees. Mm-hmm. We're going to go back in the oven for about 15 minutes and just really brown these guys up. And we're going to need to get the producer. Everybody's going to get to go for a ride on the time machine. We haven't had him out in a while. Mm, man, this all smells so delicious. We've got chicken browning. We've got red beans and rice boiling. They're already starting to reduce, y'all. Nice. There's less water in here than we had before. Mm-hmm. We've got our sausage sausage in. Boy, this is going to be a good meal. The band's going to wish they didn't weren't such gluttons last time, and they're going to want some of this, but guess what? <laughs> Sorry. We're out. I'm just kind of stirring the sausage around again, y'all. Let it keep on sizzling. we got a couple more minutes on the rice here. Now, the chicken, y'all, when I was touching it, it definitely felt like it had been covered. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the skin was not crispy. It was kind of, actually almost kind of slimy feeling, if you will. Or if you won't, but I either way. <laughs> <laughs> so these last 15 minutes are basically to crisp up the skin and do a little more cooking. but not Right, to yeah. just to kind of crisp up the skin. And that's what, that's what we want, is just to let it crisp it up. Now, I've taken just uh, a couple just chicken thighs. Mm-hmm bone in with skin on them and put them in like a little pan and toss them in the, you know, about a 400 degree oven and just let them bake for about 30 minutes. Right. And they do come out nice and crispy. But with this, with that seasoning that we put underneath the skin, I wanted to put that little bit of water in there mm-hmm. to help it kind of steam. And that's what it felt like. It felt like it was kind of steamed instead of baked, you know, right. skin. So now nice. we'll, we'll crisp that up. But because of that seasoning we put underneath the skin mm-hmm. with that little bit of extra moisture, that's really going to help get underneath and kind of push that, if you will, or let that that flavor dissipate itself down into the meat. So that should be really delicious, too. Man, our sausage is sausaging. Our red beans are red beaning. Just have to let it do its thing here. Then we'll put this baby on simmer. When we do that, we'll all hop in the time machine and we'll jump to the end. Wow. 
These have had to simmer for 25 minutes, so I guess we'll have to jump in for about a few minutes and pop back out so that we can get our chicken out. <laughs> we don't want our chicken to burn, but, you know, I mean, that, it won't be that bad. No, not at all. It might, it might need 25 minutes anyway. <laughs> Never know. I've noticed the band has, like, they're showing up earlier. And they're well, they knew what we were cooking. Yeah. Now, wait till next week when we make Brussels sprouts. <laughs> Did you hear the moan? <laughs> What's that? Huh? <laughs> Eddie says, if you're cooking them, dude, I'll eat them. <laughs> I like that. That's a good little... Thank you, brother. Still ain't getting none of this. <laughs> yes, sir, y'all. We're coming up quickly on show 250. Oh, my gosh. Really? I was calculating all those i think we're at 245 oh my goodness wow Wait, i think this is 247 i think 245 two, mr producer what we got 248 this is 248 oh my goodness wow two more shows 250 we're gonna have to do something yeah i'll find somebody else to cook <laughs> taking the day off man so we're gonna turn this down our bread beans and rice we're gonna turn them down just let them simmer Just let them keep on going along. Let me set this here timer for about 10 minutes. And uh, then we'll check our chicken. Actually, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and set it for 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. Well, that makes sense. Because I don't think our chicken is going to get hurt any in there. Let me just look at it real fast. And when I say look, of course, I'm going to pull. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to open it up. I'm going to slide the rack out. Let me just touch the top of our chicken. We're starting to crisp up a little bit. Mm-hmm. You can hear it, sir. Now, if you wanted to hurry this along, you could change your oven setting to broil. Or if you have a gas oven, you could put these in the broiler for about five or ten minutes. Yeah. And that would really hurry them along. I'm wanting them to get done at about the same time as our red beans and rice. So we've turned that down to simmer. Let me set this lid over here for a second. I'm just setting the lid to the pot over on our tempered glass. Oh, yeah, nice, Cheryl. The there red beans go. and rice are starting to get thicker. All right. There's a lot less water, a lot more consistency or thickness in here. Mm-hmm. So let me turn off our sausage. I've turned the heat down on the beans to like a medium low. Now I'm just going to dump our sausage right into our red beans stir it in now remember if you're gonna add some rice or and red beans like my brother and I've done this before gone over to watch football or something at his house and he'll whip these up and he'll add another cup of rice and remember rice it's two cups of liquid for every cup of rice so he'll add the rice, and he'll add another two cups of water. And then he also dumps in another can of beans. Hmm. So he makes a big pot. We make a pot. We're hungry <laughs> for this. Now, look, I eat a lot, but my brother, that dude, can eat and eat. I've seen him eat four bowls of cereal. Oh, my That's goodness. That's after we've come in from being out of, you know, clubbing and right. gone to breakfast. Wow. That little dude, he's got two hollow legs. <laughs> the kids over there, they put when they put leftovers in, they put no Chris on everything that they want to keep for themselves because 
way he sees it, it's fair game, man. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're just stirring up our red beans and rice. Red beans and rice. They've got black beans and rice. They're all good. Man, this is thickening up so nice. It's almost getting... It, it's um, it's like if you ever used whipping cream, you know, how you whip it up, you start mixing it and beating it, and it starts getting thicker and thicker. Mm-hmm. Before, when we started, I was like, wow, that's a lot of water. It always seems like so much water, almost I, five cups of water. Yeah, it does scare you. <laughs> but now as we're going... I mean, you, you see how easy this is, y'all. Like I said, this is a pretty... This is an easy meal. If you're a, if you're an expert cook, you'll love this meal because it is so easy, and it's one of those ones that it's a nice break sometimes from you know really doing a lot of, of elaborate cooking. Mm-hmm. But if you're if you're not if you're still a beginner, this is really this is good what we've done. I mean, it allows you to cook something on the cooktop. It's kind of controlled because it's all pre ready to go. As far as baking the chicken, that's a no brainer. That's pretty easy to do. Just make sure you get your temperature set right on your oven. And again, we're at 400 degrees, and we baked it for like 30 minutes. Covered. Covered. Right. And then we um, uncovered it, and we're gonna we're baking them now at still at 400 for about another 15 to 20 minutes. So everything should be done about the same time. That's what you're shooting for. All right, my brother. Producer man, why don't you put strap everybody in, hit that time machine, give us about 10 minutes, and uh, we're going to take this to the other side. Now, remember, everybody, keep your hands and feet inside until this ride has come to a complete stop. If you have to get up and go to the bathroom, wait, because if not, <laughs> you're going to be about 20 minutes behind everybody else. You'll walk out of the bathroom, everybody will be gone. Where'd everybody go? The food will be gone. I know the food will be gone. <laughs> the band, 20 minutes. Man, Cheryl, 20 minutes. Woo. Uh, it's a mess. It's a mess. All right. Let's hit that time machine, everybody. Hang on. We're going to set this for 20 minutes. I'll see y'all on the other side. Cheryl, you here? I am here. Yes. All right. All and look at hit- this. Look at this. My my wine glass is still straight up. <laughs> Didn't spill a drop. <laughs> On this trip, <laughs> you learned, well, that one time we almost had that crash landing coming back. Yeah, in. Yeah. Crazy. <laughs> All right, man, our beans are, let me check them here. Oh, my gosh, they are nice, nice and thick, good to go. Our chicken, let's check it. Ooh, our chicken is crisping up nicely, too. Wow. We're good. We're good to go here. Why don't we take a quick break? We'll uh, come right back and discuss what we did. And it's time to eat if you're here in the audience. We'll be right back, Cooking in the Dark. Now, more of the show with your host, Dale Campbell and Cheryl Cummings. All right, y'all, we are back. Kind of doing a, kind of almost a, a little Louisiana show, huh? It was. It little, was. little Cajun show, some red beans and rice. It's kind of out of the box. I know some of y'all are saying, ah, that's not real. But, man, they're good. It's quite delicious. And it's easy. Mm-hmm. And that's what it takes, you know? I mean, like I say, I don't care if you're just boiling water or if you can, you know, make a 15-course meal. Do it and just do it. Just like Christine Haas showed us. You know, that was, that was awesome. Now, you know, maybe more people will realize that us blind folks can cook. 
And not burn you know, the house down. <laughs> not burn the house down. Ain't burning the ranch down. Not man. not you know not hurt ourselves. Not uh, serve them food that's uh, that's right inedible and that's blah, right. Blah, that's right. I want to give a shout out to my my folks up there in Pennsylvania, the Parties, Jim and Florence. Great people. If you know them, tell them Dale said hi. I'm sure they're listening. So. To y'all and your new digs, you got your new house, everything's cool, everything's rolling right along for y'all, congrats. Today's show we did uh, chicken, thigh, and leg quarters. Basically I kind of work my fingers in between the skin and the meat, season them with a little poultry seasoning, put the skin back, rub that seasoning into the meat, and I let them sit actually in the refrigerator overnight, except for the one, the one we did here live on the show for everybody. Then we sprayed them with a little vegetable spray, salt and peppered the outside, covered them, added just a little bit of water to the cooking pan so that they would steam underneath the foil, slid them into a 400 degree oven for 30 minutes. We took those out, checked the temperature, the temperature was adequate, they were cooked and done, so then it was all about just browning the meat on the outside. Now with the thighs and leg quarters too, because it's dark meat, they're not going to dry out, so I'm not worried about that. And after about 20 minutes, they were nice, the skin was nice and crispy. If for some reason yours isn't nice and crispy yet, go ahead and, you know, stick them back in there for a little bit, or turn the oven up, or turn the broiler on. We also did red beans and rice, we did it the box mix, it was the family size. It was four and three quarters cups of water, one tablespoon of butter, and the packet of red beans and rice. We followed the directions, let that come to a boil for about five minutes, stirring it. Then we put it on low and let it simmer for about 25 minutes. It came out magnificently perfect. I know it's going to be good, and we're fixing to dive into it. Hey, I'm Dale Campbell. She's Cheryl Cummings. This is Cooking in the Dark. Y'all have a great week, and... Get ready for Halloween. It's right around the corner. Do you have your costume yet? We're out next week. Same bat time, same bat channel. Cooking in the Dark is a presentation of Blind Mice Mega Mall at www.blindmicemegamall.com. Cooking in the Dark was produced by THC Productions. Again.